Are you a U-turner? This is Single Married Divorced. I'm Eric Rung and I am single. I'm Tom McGuire and I'm happily married. I'm Allison Collins and I'm happily divorced. Man, strong start compared to last week's episode. <laughs> yeah, solid. We nailed it. Well, we did take a week Already off. Already better. Already so better. there was that. So first of all, do we? Do you guys know what a U-turner is? I didn't until you sent out this article. Right. Tom? Let's just say I don't because for the sake of the listeners... Uh, Yes, but only, I mean, because I sent it out. But had you yeah, I guess, never heard of it? I never guess my, qu- it. my the better question should have been: Had you ever heard of this before? Never heard of it. I never heard of the term, but I've definitely, uh, I think, been on the other side of a, a U-turner. I've, I've actually, I have U-turned. Yes. Well, let's explain what U-turning is. It is is when you are in a relationship, everything's great, you're loving it, and you are just, you know, maybe not in love with this person, but you really like where this is going, and you're having such a great time, and then one day you wake up and you say, yeah, this isn't for me, and then you break up. Yeah, well, I think, and that's like the four to, they say there's like a four to six month U-turn, but then there's also a four to six day U-turn. Yeah, I don't know if I buy into that being my, a U-turn. Well, but. my U-turn was a four to six day, and it was actually super ridiculous well do tell i look back on it and look i'm like you're such an idiot even back then i was like not long after i u-turned i thought man that was probably stupid i was uh kind of seeing a girl in college i would say kind of you know hanging out if you will um it's weird because you're not really dating in college right you don't like go out to dinner necessarily you meet up at places meet up at parties yeah hang bars, out. sure yeah um i go to might go to lunch uh yeah maybe meet the meet the, meet the student <laughs> yeah. union the sorry we go to breakfast <laughs> that was after hint. english class uh <laughs> whoa so uh one day we had a party and uh somebody had the old tgi fridays mudslides um remember those mud did slides? anyone ever order that no, it was no, that, I like, think it like came you, in a bottle. You could get like at a liquor store. You yeah. could buy mudslides. I don't think I ever had that. They're still store. there, I think. Yeah, it's like a chocolate milkshake, but uh-huh. with booze. And uh, this this girl was um, drinking a, them, a lot of them, or it doesn't matter. I mean, she wasn't like hammered, but then she was kind of like in my face a little bit, and her breath like stunk like mudslides. Right. And I was kind of like, mm, yeah, <laughs> I just like moved on. It was I, four to six days or four to six. This hours. is like a four to six day kind of. A, oh, we'd, okay. we'd hung out a few times. <laughs> And then the bad breath, and actually, ironically, or maybe not ironically, but in the article, they they specify the four to six day is some like something just like turns you off, mm-hmm. and like bad breath was uh, one of the ones they cited. And I said, yes, that's happened to me. Right. I don't know. I see. I don't even know if I really count that as you turning or as a. Yeah, I just I'm I don't dig you that much. Well, yeah, I mean the article did, so that's my example of well, a short no, term. no, no. I mean, I, I'm not saying. I <laughs> yeah, just I, I guess I I'm know. saying in general, four to six days. I, I mean, are you even dating? I mean, I think you're kind of. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, probably not. But it's like, oh, yeah, this is good, and then it's like, nah, bad breath. I'm moving on. Right. You know. I, I, I've broken up with people for bad breath, like people I like forever, and then we went on dates twice. Like two times. No, no, two different guys where I was like madly in love with them, and they're like, "Hey, do you want to go out?" And I'm like, "Yes." Yeah. (laughs) How how long did you go out with them, though? um, It was the first date, both times, like where they went to kiss me at the end, and I was like, "Oh." Was it like a what had they eaten, or was there like a logical reason they had? No, it was like it was like halitosis. Oh, not like garlic because you both had garlic, right? No, I see. Sorry. I've not had a four to six month U-turn. Have you had a four to six month U-turn? I've had it done to me, yes. Like, what was the, did they tell you what the incident was that incited it? Uh, well, a couple of times. Um, 
I think one of the examples they kind of gave was there that there was just they would they would have kind of reasons that weren't I guess reasons to end a relationship like immediately and out of nowhere like the writers or you talk about the people I'm you're talking, talking about, about the writers oh yeah the writers are like yeah they said like, and in my experience too yeah. it was just kind of like huh. Where did that come from? Yeah, like I think in the in the article it talks about like maybe it's a holiday. Like in four to six months, you have some oh yeah kind of bigger. Right. You have like a holiday because it's starting to birthday. get serious. Yes, but that's yeah. why the U turn comes and out. And then something can like all of a sudden something trigger. just triggers the U turn. Right. So yeah. come on, what were the did they tell you your U turns? What were, what was the trigger? <laughs> well, one of them was things I said, um, which were red flags. Like you talk about like politics or something, or I mean, you're no, a nice no, person, no. so like you didn't say something hateful. No, I didn't yeah. say anything hateful. Um, one of the reasons was that I didn't pick up a dinner check. That was one reason given to me. Oh boy, there was another one that was it just isn't. There's something just missing. I don't know why. Hey, man, was that a U-turn though, or well, that happened uh. Uh, several times, always in the four to six month range yeah so yeah i don't know i mean i feel like he, like like the, the dinner check thing could be like that was that's a moment like just like hit her and she's like you know what i'm u-turning right but like the other one's like sometimes it just takes a while to figure out if something's happening or not happening true but if that happens know? over and over again given that would probably be my mistake for allowing it to happen over and over yeah again. but you know you go from i love you let's go on a trip together to the next day, I can't stand to be in the same room with you. Yeah, that's a for sure you turn. Yes. That actually happened to me. So, <laughs> really? Yes. That, From one night to the next day. It was One time it was in the same day. I mean, it was that quick. It was we were, we were sitting on a couch together, having fun, planning a trip to, I think it was South America. And within four hours, uh, she had broken up with me, and I was on my way home. And you have no idea what you may have said or There was done. nothing I said. I mean, and this wasn't the first time this had happened. So uh, that's why. Oh, this was an on-again, off-again kind of a... No, no. It was a definitely on-again relationship. Oh, I thought you meant... But it, every four to six months, we would go through this uh, whole thing of, I can't do this. I, I'm really sorry. And, you know, I don't know. I think there's just something missing. But then a day before, it was, I love you. Let's look at places together. Um, you know, let's have kids. So that's a U-turn. That's totally on them. That's not on you. Right. Like, that's, that's why that's I almost think it I doesn't saying. qualify as a U-turn because I feel like a U-turn, in the way they use it, there'd have to be something that you did. Uh, and I'm not sure in this situation that there's anything that you specifically did. No, I let it keep happening. That's yeah. what I... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I did. Maybe, that's, maybe that was what caused the U-turn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, Like, but if you would have, like, you know, bad breath. But at four or six months, it wouldn't be bad breath. Like, if you no. gave a... You ignored their birthday. Like, that could trigger a U-turn. Yeah. Well, I mean, or I like, think that would just trigger a breakup. Yeah, but I mean, that's... I don't their, know if that's yeah. really be a U-turn. That's just them being Or maybe, like, a lousy thoughtful. present would be I more like a the, U-turn. The way I took this was, it came out of nowhere. It, it, you know, it was just, everything's going great, and then all of a sudden there's, a you know, a conversation of, yeah, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. That, to me, it would be a U-turn. <laughs> um, I... Uh, I don't know. I mean, I have U-turned, I guess. Um, but I think that it might seem like a U-turn when, in fact, I guess I've done it a few times. Um, but, like, there's these things that are happening, and you're, like, putting it, you know, behind you, putting it behind you. Or 
like you know it's falling apart and you just try to put on a happy face and like keep moving forward and then finally like okay and done so maybe a u-turn is actually more like a straw that breaks the camel's back <laughs> maybe and maybe it it's like way. a teeny yeah. tiny straw and then and then i am bad at telling people while i'm breaking up with them so i'm just like oh well this or that <laughs> <laughs> But I think, but I think there's a difference between a U-turn though and just breaking up with somebody. Yeah, definitely. I think the U-turn thing is, like you said, like snap I, of a finger, like whoa, right. like yeah. yeah. I think your um, trip example is a definite U-turn. Oh God, yes. Um, but I think I've been with people where they think everything's great, and in my mind, I'm thinking everything is not great, and then suddenly I break up with them. Right. Yeah. There's actual stats. Women, 37 right. percent of women have U-turned. Uh, 23% of men. Say so does that have. mean, uh, yeah, say they have. So does that mean, does that say anything? I don't know if it does, but. I don't know. Men are more. Uh, I, I kind of dated a guy where all of a sudden I felt you turned, but. On you? Yeah. What did they, how did they do? I don't know. Like we were hanging out and going places and like meeting my friends. And then all of a sudden, like he. It was just He done. slowly stopped answering texts. Yeah. I'm sure it was my friends and not me. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he did the old fade away. That was the fade yeah. away though. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Not U-turn. Fade away. Fade away. Yeah. Right. I think yeah, U-turn enough. has to be like a, a blunt discussion that this is uh, not happening anymore. Yeah. No, I would agree with that. I don't know if I agree with the four to six days. But yeah, I mean, that's just a theory. One cringe-inducing event that, that causes yeah. you to, like, bail. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's just... Uh, that's just But it's just part dating. It's yeah. just dating. But, I mean, it makes for an interesting article. Right. Like, I think if it was... Uh, like, when I mentioned somebody, you didn't say anything hateful. Like, if you were with someone for four or six days or four or six months, and all of a sudden they said something, like, blatantly racist... Right. Like, that could technically be a U-turn, because you're like, I'm out of oh. here. Yeah, I don't know um, if that's a U-turn. But I'm saying, but I'm saying, in the gist of the article, they would say that's like a U-turn. There's like, but it's really just breaking up with somebody because it's not going to happen anymore. Right. So is it really U-turning, or is it just deciding there's not a future? And you know. Yeah. Well, I think I think the key would be the um, everything. Everything is phenomenal. I'm planning a trip with you, and then an hour later, say, yeah, you need to go home. That yeah, would be because something. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. Uh, okay, do question one, because I think you read it, and uh, we love that we got this. This is uh, my favorite, uh, maybe one of my favorite questions ever, because it's from Louise. In Australia. In the land down under. <laughs> Please do an accent. I know we have a listener in, in I'm Germany. I'm sure she would love that, too. <laughs> we have a listener in Germany. We have a listener in Aust- Australia. Can you say shrimp on the barbie? I've always struggled with the Australian accent. Well, that's probably a good reason not to do it. Yeah. Louise, I've dated every nationality, I think, except for um, Australian and... Um, I have a guy. <laughs> He's wait, from Australia. Wait. His name is Craig. Craig uh, uh, Pycock. Craig, Crikey. Uh, Craig. Two of my bosses at work, uh, my nine to five, are Australian. Great guys. Anyway, so Louise uh, says, I would love to hear from you on whether you have certain requirements... Or things that you will not put up with in a partner or baggage you can't deal with. My baggage is my baggage is that I don't have any. I've never been in a serious relationship, have no children or debt. I recently went on a date where a man told me that he wouldn't date someone who had never been married. That's weird. Super weird. Which I thought was odd. Louise, you're very smart. We should have you on the show. Yes, especially, especially as he had not been married. So that guy's just crazy. My no list is a little more silly. 
I prefer someone I date to have teeth, a job, and take care of any children they are aware they have. Check, that check, is silly. And check. <laughs> I love Louise. Yeah. I also refuse to date someone who is still married. I know high standards. <laughs> Anyways, would love to hear what yours are. So all the way from Australia. You get, to, you get a full read if you're all the way from Australia. So yeah. Thanks for, uh, for listening, Absolutely. Louise. Tell your friends. <laughs> uh, deal. I mean, this one. I don't know if I, I. I kind of see. I don't know if I have any baggage. Um, I have been in serious relationships, but I don't know if I. I don't know if I have any baggage per se. Yeah, and requirements. I mean, I think my requirements would be pretty straightforward. Like you have to be a nice person. Yeah, kind has to be an, an attraction. Right. Um, fun to be around. But I think my requirements would be the same as everybody's requirements. I don't have anything unusual. Well, like, <clears throat> I mean, I, I, I won't date someone that smokes. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. That would be a requirement. They'd have to be pretty fantastic for me to overlook a motorcycle. Those terrifying. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, even if you didn't have to ride it? Yeah, because they would probably die. Oh, there is that. <laughs> probably die. <laughs> I think we're all hey, going to mo- die. You motorcycle <laughs> riders, guess what? You're all going to die. Uh, th- they terrify me. Yeah, I think that's... But I ha- I have friends that won't date guys that are, you know, if they're in their 40s and they haven't gotten married, they have serious questions like, why why haven't you gotten married yet? And so they... I get that question. I kind of overthink, I think. I mean, because it just hasn't happened. I mean... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't think that's a negative against somebody. I think, like, you know, like, bad teeth. Yeah, I'm with you. I wouldn't date somebody with bad teeth. Because, again, that becomes the, the attraction thing, right? Mm-hmm. And the job thing. Got to have a job. <laughs> um, unless you're independently wealthy, in which case... <laughs> oh, <laughs> even <better>. ladies. <laughs> 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 Message me for my number. Take care of any children that they are aware of. It- I mean that that goes. I think Louise is making a joke there. Yeah, which she said hers are a little more silly, but I think in like in like in line with her like saying hers are a little more silly. I mean, I think they're all ones like. I think no. I think they're all based in truth. Yeah, and that's what I mean. You're 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 a kind person. You have an attraction, and yeah, yeah. I I mean, I'm trying to think. um, That the dude that you went on a date with said he would never marry somebody that's never been married. That's just weird. Well, I'm sure, and I'm sure there's religion. I'm sure there's people who will only date like within their religion. But this one says thing. who had never been married. Yeah, that guy's just bizarre. That's weird. That, uh, that, if you heard that, I I would if I somebody said that to me, I, I that's just re- I would get up and leave because yeah. I've never been married. <laughs> yeah, it's super strange. Obviously, that, this is going nowhere. I only date ex-wives. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, I think if Louise has, is so open to this, I I mean, I would like to know if she's on any dating apps. I'd like to oh, know. Oh, that'd be good. Uh, also, her My age mother would too. like to know what she green. is doing in 2019 to a start plan. dating. Maybe yeah. you could, maybe you could okay. formalize plans for both Allison and myself. Maybe I will have my mother call Louise and they can make like a, how are we going to get into the dating pool? How, are, how, are, how is Louise going to get in the dating pool right. plan? I like it. Yeah, the baggage thing. I mean, I think there's a lot of people who don't have baggage. Like, I don't think you need to feel like you have to have... Yeah, I don't think I have baggage. Yeah, and I have a hard time with the word baggage, only because when I first got divorced, I know one friend told me that my children were baggage. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. (laughs) And and they are not. They are not. No, of course not. But, I I mean, I wouldn't say you... Do you have... I mean, what what do you... Do you have baggage that you think you bring in? 
We talked about this too, didn't we? Yeah, we have. And I feel like some people would say, well, everybody has baggage. But I don't know. Like, uh, I mean, I think baggage is I think is you bring experience, generic, but I think yeah. that's different than, than baggage. I know. I baggage. mean, I think if it's still baggage, then you ne- you have to work through it. Um. Yeah. If you've been hurt before and you can never be close to anyone else, I guess that would qualify as baggage. Yeah. But then you have like so many other issues that you have to deal with that... So I think there's plenty of people who don't have baggage, and it's totally normal not to have baggage. Yeah, I think so. And then you might have some... If you have baggage, it's probably more a mental health issue that you can see a professional to get help with. And I'm not saying that a negative... Like, mental health is a no, yeah. not a negative thing, but, like, if you... Whatever that thing is, you can't get over. You know, and if it's somebody else... Like, if somebody thinks your kids are baggage, well, that's not your baggage. That's their baggage for thinking that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Like, that's... You know... Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Luis, thank you so much for listening. We can't thank you enough. Hopefully we answered your question. <laughs> yes. And and also, uh, we'd love some follow-up information, too. Uh, if you are on the apps or if you, you can have... leave my mom's phone number. <laughs> that, too. Um, or um, and your age, too, and just kind of uh, where you're at. That'd be great. But thank you so much for listening. And our dating story is from Ms. Allison. This, this is our favorite part when we put her on the spot like this. I've been looking forward to this story. I, I think it's a great, great story. Well, I texted these boys. <clears throat> there is a gentleman uh, who has been, I, I, I know him from, you know, some events. And he did one of those moves where he offered to take a picture with a friend and I. And then he had my number. And very, very nice. And um, had been suggesting we go on a date and all this stuff. And suddenly... I, he became my Facebook friend, and he just texted the other day, like, oh, hey, I'm here. Where are you? Are you close? And, you know, hit me up when you get back in town. And hit me up is always uh, odd for me, but... So, he is my Facebook friend. And on Facebook, he posts a picture of Michael J. Fox, who, by the way, I was... Is this, I, is this a uh, direct message or uh, uh, just a post on your page? No, no, he doesn't post on my page. Uh, I'm just... I was waiting for something, and I was, like, scrolling through Facebook, and it was a picture of Michael J. Fox. And as one who was in love with Alex P. Keaton for many years, I paused to look at it. And it basically uh, is making fun of um, Parkinson's in the fact that he probably makes really good martinis. Right. Yes, and then the uh, and lousy... Uh, good martinis, lousy tambourine stealer, yes. or something like that. Um, so I immediately defriended the guy and he's off the list. Like he, I, I will not go on a date with him. Even though he's, you know. Oh, great. he was, he had potential to go on a date? Um, I was thinking about it. Wow. Yeah, but if you make fun of Parkinson's first, second of all, Michael J. Fox, he seems like a really nice, normal guy who has a terrible disease. Right. And Parkinson's is, you know, why would you, like, I, I like someone who like takes a cheap shot. At like a, a disease, like no, I would. I, I don't blame I, you, Allison, to be like, yeah, I question. No, I agree. Don't get me wrong. I love inappropriate jokes. In fact, I make them. <laughs> yeah, but not based on not based on somebody's uh, like a disease that they're right. suffering from or anything that uses the R word. Not a fan of. Well, I think right. it's. Uh, I think the good rule in comedy, and you see a lot of successful comedians generally have this rule: like you punch up, you don't punch down, right? Mm-hmm. So making fun of a disease, you're punching down. So you don't want to, you know, you don't, you make fun of politicians because they're in power. You make fun of athletes because they're, you know, millionaires. 
um, you don't make fun of the disabled or the sick in my in my world anyway. I'm attracted to funny people, and when they make jokes that are not only not that funny but uh, cruel. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, and my father has Parkinson's, so I might be overly sensitive to the topic. No, I don't think so. I think I think you're right on. on. Um, I think I, mean, I, th- I think it, it adds to it, but I don't think it. I don't think you're wrong. If your dad didn't have Parkinson's, you could still be offended and not want to date the guy. It says something about it. Says something about him. You know, and my dad, uh, my dad can make Parkinson's jokes, and that's fine. Sure. Because he has Parkinson's. Yeah, that's how it works. Okay. That's how it works with a lot of things. I mean, <clears throat> so I don't. Uh, I think you did the right thing. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. All right. There may be backlash in different circles for like. <laughs> I want to give you. I mean, I, anyone I think you stand your guns on that? Yeah, then you maybe start questioning them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If there's, yeah, that's <laughs> took the words out of my mouth, Eric. Anyone gives you backlash? Yeah, I would uh, explain yourself. Put yourself. Put them right in their place. All right. Question number two: a Career change for a spouse that hurts the pocketbook. It's the money versus career satisfaction question. Boy, that's tough. I mean, I mean, I, I think you have to look at it two different ways, though. Is it just you and the spouse, or is it you, the spouse, and kids? Great point. Because yeah. I think those are two ter- totally different things. I, I've gone through it where um, my husband wanted to change, my ex-husband wanted to change his job. You can. We would have to, we would have needed to move, but in a, you know, not had such a big mortgage, because I think I was the breadwinner at the time. I mean, I think that you have to look at the happiness of your spouse. Like, if they're miserable in their job, I don't think it's going to be the happiest marriage. Right. And so I think That's you have point. to kind of give do like a give and take. Like, well, how can we get you more satisfied with what you have to do? If there's a certain amount of money that we have to get to make to have to meet our means, either we have to cut down the amount of stuff we have, or what can you do to make that type of money? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Eric, you actually, I mean, I thought this was a tough one to begin with, and I don't know if your point might have even, I, at first I thought it made it more complicated, but it actually might make it easier. Um, if it's just the couple, I think, if it's about, you know, you want to be happier and, you know, switching jobs and you can get a smaller apartment or sell your house or make adjustments so that someone's more satisfied in their day-to-day life, I think you 100% should go for it mm-hmm. and be supportive of the career change. But I think if there's kids involved, that's, I think, when it gets much stickier. I think it gets to a certain point where when you're a parent, your focus isn't necessarily just on your own happiness. You want to do what you need to do to keep your kids happy. I think, yeah, I think with kids, maybe. Well, not only keep your kids happy, but you got to. Yeah, yeah, and fed and healthy (laughs) and college and clothes. (laughs) and um, So actually, I think, yeah, I think with kids, like. Sometimes life stinks, and unless you can make it happen, I mean, if you have the savings to where you have some flexibility, God bless you. But I, I mean, I think with kids, you got to focus more on. You know, it might be their not great. Yeah, focus on their happiness. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I think I've been at points in my life where I've hated my job, like really hated it. But I had to like come to this realization, like, listen, this is what I do to make money, and that's get that gets my kids a house. They go, you know, to gymnastics, and I just have to suck it up and just accept that's what I have to do to have the rest of my day be nice and happy and warm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> warm? <laughs> <laughs> you know, before they cut off the gas. 
Yeah, I, I think I'm kind of um, when it comes to the it, when kids are involved, I think that's a really tough decision and would make me. I don't know. I don't think you can. I, I mean, you, obviously you can, but I, I just don't think. I don't think. I think you got to put your kids up ahead of your own happiness. Yeah. Always. Well, actually, like in my own life. So before we were married, and in the first, I don't even know, first few years we were married, um, I had a very flexible job. I, was, I guess you'd say my nine to five was extremely flexible. Um, you know, commission salesperson. And then that's when Allison and I had some creative endeavors that we were working on. And so I did, I kind of had this experience. I mean, I was kind of chasing this dream and, you know, it didn't work out necessarily. And then uh, a few years after we got married, it was kind of like, okay, like gave it a shot. And I could have kept giving it a shot probably. Mm-hmm. And I could have you know moved to LA if I wanted. And, um, but instead I was like, all right, time to get back to the real world a little bit. So yeah, even without kids, we made that decision to... And I think you do a nice job of finding balance. Like there's things that you love to do, you know, like creative outlets that you need and you find ways to do it and hold down a job. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that would, that would be the best. I think, uh, I think we handled that one. Yeah, yeah. Now it's like because yeah, then, Check that. You know, back in the nine to five, single, world. married, divorce, killing it again. <laughs> you know, I've had a lot of friends where uh, to move up in their company, the one spouse would have to go back, back to, to school, school. Yeah, and that's been the big thing. Like where you know, that's, not only would that person have to do different dimension, like homework and classes and all that stuff, but it also puts a bunch on the spouse. Well, I had to do it and put a bunch on my parents. Like they had to have the kids for 24 hours straight mm-hmm. so that I could go back to school. But um, I could see that coming up almost even more than just a change of careers. Yeah. Well, especially with kids. So when I went back to school, Beth and I talked about it and just timing wise, it worked out that it was right around when Caitlin uh, came into our lives in uh, a couple of years ago. And it was kind of like, listen, we can either, do it now when she's an infant and there's the sleeping more element and it's easier, not mobile. Or if I waited, well then all of a sudden the, the, you know, the longer you go, the more mobile the kid is and the more, sure. the more kind of takes a zone defense, if you will. Uh, so Beth was actually the one that decided she's like, listen, I'd rather have you do it now while she's an infant and I need less, like, I can get away with you being gone for school and homework and whatnot. Um, and that way, when she's a toddler and running around the house, I have no responsibilities. You know, once I get home, I'm home. No homework, no classes, no In a way, it's also kind of looking at the big picture down the line, too. It's going to be better for the family if we suffer a little bit right now. Yeah, exactly. And normally, with the way I did school, it was like, by the time I was doing homework, you know, she's, Caitlin was in bed, right? So. Mm-hmm. I was more cutting into my TV time. Did you have to go to classes? So I went, uh, there were four trips to campus for three days each. Those were long. Those, I mean, those were 12-hour days. Um, so that was hard on everybody. I'd basically be, you know, I'd come home at night, but right. it was to go to bed, essentially. Uh, okay, that'll do it for this episode of Single Married Divorce. For Tom and Allison, I am Eric Rung. This is Single Married Divorce. Have a great week, everyone. Everyone.